0: What's up, Coming Close fans? My name is Celeste, and I am the host of the Coming Close podcast. We want to say a deep and sincere thank you for tuning in to the Coming Close podcast. Currently, we're on Season 2, Episode 5, where we're going to be talking about the world around us. As believers, we have a responsibility to live God's way and do His will. Every day, every month, every year, the world is trying to influence us. Let's jump in. We are going to be reading... Romans 12 verses 1 through 2. If you have your Bible, I encourage you to pull that out, pull out your phone, if, if you have the YouVersion app. And let's turn to Romans chapter 12 verses 1 and 2. And it says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The title of this episode is Two Worlds Colliding. The book of Romans was written by the Apostle Paul. He was actually writing to the Romans from the city of Corinth. And in this passage of scripture, he's encouraging the Romans to not be conformed to the world around them but to be transformed by the renewing of their mind. The same words could be said to us today. We have the world attempting to influence us while God is wanting to present to us a better way, the kingdom. In this episode, we have a couple points we want to pull from Romans 12 verses 1 through 2. So if you have it already, we encourage you to grab your journal or phone and take some notes today. Okay, so here we go. Our first point is, present your bodies a living sacrifice. Jot that down. Present your bodies a living sacrifice. In the Passion Translation, this is translated as to surrender yourselves to God to be his sacred living sacrifices. In the Bible, there are multiple stories of heroes of the faith that surrendered their lives as living sacrifices to God. The one that stuck out to me the most was the story of Hannah and her husband Elkanah, something like that. And they were believing for a son. Hannah was praying, asking the Lord. And when she did, she made a promise that if the Lord gave her a son, she would do something with him. Let's read that. In First Samuel 1 verse 11, this is Hannah speaking. Hannah made a solemn promise. Almighty Lord, look at me, your servant. See my trouble and remember me. Don't forget me. If you give me a son, I promise that I will dedicate him to you for his whole life and that he will never have his hair cut. Flash forward, and Hannah had a son, and it says in 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 22, Hannah did not go. She said to her husband, After the boy is weaned, I will take him and present him before the Lord, and he will live there always. Wow, Hannah chose a life of surrender to the Lord, and in doing so, her son Samuel did the same. Nothing was going to stop Hannah from her or her son living as sacred sacrifices. She was going to do what she had promised the Lord, whether it was right or made sense to the world around her. We find in the Amplified Bible, to be a living sacrifice simply means to dedicate all of yourself to live set apart. That's what Hannah was doing. Before she even had her son Samuel, she made a vow or commitment that he would live set apart, that he would serve the Lord all the days of his life. And not only did she make that promise, but she kept it once he was born. So I have some questions. In what areas of your life do you find yourself living set apart from the world around you? What areas are you like, I do really well. I I live set apart in this area. I live for the Lord wholeheartedly in this area. Ask yourself. But then I also want you to ask on the flip side, what areas do you need to grow in living surrendered and set apart from the world around you? It is a sacred sacrifice to live set apart, to choose God's way of living. Fam, you are made for set apart living, you are made for holy living, and you are made to live surrendered. That's who you are. That's what you can do. As a believer, it's in you. And so our second point today is, do not be conformed. What does it mean to be conformed? The Greek word for conformed is, bear with me, I did have to look it up and how to pronounce it. Thank you, Google. sous I think is how it's said. <laughs> but that's the Greek word for conformed. And then according to Google Dictionary, the word conformed means to behave according to socially acceptable conventions or standards. In the world today, there are many socially acceptable norms or politically correct stances and they are all expecting us to accept and behave according to them. But. That's not what God called us to do. That's not God's best for us. And so I actually have a story about this. One time when I was in high school, I remember that um, homosexuality was super, like, becoming more and more prevalent. People were not hiding it anymore. And you could just see how so many people were becoming conformed to this socially accepted standard. And it was very open. And I remember one time a group of my friends and I were talking about it at lunch. And I had stated my beliefs on it aka truth, the word of God, and how I didn't agree with that lifestyle and that wasn't God's best. And it actually almost got me beat up a few days later when a girl that was living a homosexual lifestyle approached me about what I had said a couple days prior. And I remember sitting at the lunch table that day when she approached me, baffled, like what in the world? But also firm in my belief in what I had just said a couple days prior to that. None of what I said was out of hate, but I was simply not going to agree or conform to the ideas or socially acceptable conventions slash standards. And so I want to encourage you, this is not saying go pick a fight with someone who is conformed to the things of this world, beliefs, social standards, politically correct stances, like don't go pick a fight with people. However, if you get the opportunity to share the truth, you should. We should do it boldly, we should do it in love, and we should make sure that our words are seasoned with salt. It says in Colossians chapter 4 verse 6, let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. You see, when that uh, young girl came up and approached me, I could have easily said whatever but she wouldn't have been as receptive of what i said if i would have not seasoned it with salt not said it with grace in love but boldly and firm and so we can have these hard conversations and we can encourage those around us not to conform but it starts with us not conforming and so we have a choice of what world we are going to conform to is it man's world their ideas their ways of living or is it God's kingdom what he has for us what he's already established and given us um, to lay hold of and so I want to encourage you fam you know truth you are bold and you are set apart and so now our third point is be transformed by the renewing of your mind the Greek word for transformed is metamorphosis If you're like me, as soon as I read that Greek word, I thought of the stages of a butterfly. It starts out as an egg, and then it goes to a larva or caterpillar, then a pupa, or we also know it as a chrysalis, and then it becomes a butterfly. The same can be said for us. If we're going to be transformed, it will require our minds to be renewed. It says in Romans 12, verse 2, and I'm reading this out of the Amplified version. Whenever you're studying the Word of God or studying a scripture, I highly encourage you to not just stick with one version of the Bible, but look at different versions. For example, I usually read out of the English Standard Version, ESV, but on a lot of occasions, like to look at the same scripture in the Amplified Version or the Passion Translation or any other version that really ministers to your heart. And so Romans chapter 12 verse two in the Amplified Version says, "'But be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes. So how do we practically renew our mind? We read God's word, listen to speakers that minister biblical truth. We get around like-minded believers. You see, your environment matters. Why must we renew our mind? The rest of that verse goes on to say, so that you may prove for yourselves the will of God is that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. As we renew our minds, we begin to transform into how God created us to live all along. The butterfly was never meant to stay an egg, caterpillar, or chrysalis, but be transformed into a butterfly. You were meant to live a transformed life. You must read the word to renew your mind. God's word is the incubator for transformation. And you were created to do God's will and be all he has called you to be. So, coming close fam, In closing, I wanna recap our points real quick. The first point is present your bodies as a living sacrifice. You are made for set apart living, you are made for holy living, and you are made to live surrendered. Point number two, do not be conformed. You know truth, you are bold, and you are set apart. Point three, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You were meant to live a transformed life. You must read the word to renew your mind, and you were created to do God's will and be all he has called you to be. You see, to live a surrendered life, not conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewing of our mind, requires discipline. This doesn't happen by accident, unfortunately. It will require work. You have to build your faith muscles, really work on renewing your mind. It do, And it doesn't happen overnight either. You see, we hope this episode encourages your heart and head that God has more in store for you. He wants you to live your best life, and it's more fun when we do it his way. As a believer, we are in this world, but not of it. Our lives have been stamped for the kingdom, my friends. So, if you haven't already, subscribe to Coming Close on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to get notifications about the launch of our next episode. Also, connect with us on Instagram, where you can build and grow in Godly Community weekly.